wanted to talk to you today uh, and share just kind of a status update, kind of this is where we are, this is where we're going, and um, as storehouse. A lot of you know, um, it, you can tell because you're like actually in a building that doesn't belong to us. And it's it's such a beautiful building. Can I just get an amen? Yeah. I mean, the gardener. I I'm like hiring the gardener to do it. He was like, um, who grows your flowers out there? Because they're so magnificent. And you, I, you know, when you go to church, you want to feel like you're, you know, walking into the Garden of Eden. And um, so we're really excited about having her do some of our plants. Yes, I pour out the old stuff at our old place. It was all dying anyway. Um, you know, the, the landlord was like, what, you want to get rid of that? I'm like, it's dead. So we're very excited that we're actually gonna have living plants. So that's that's a good thing. Um, we kind of wanted to give you an update about where we are. So I'm gonna show you some pictures. Um, and and I, have, I have some notes, but I'm just gonna really let the Holy Spirit lead us. Amory, you want to put up some of our slides? Show us or the pictures, yeah. All right, look at those gigantic walls. Look at that huge room with that big old tall ceiling. Think about we just needed to give the angels a little more room to play, right? All right. And then this right here, see all that orange right now? Um, that's all dug out. We The cement, they cut into the cement and they're laying new lines for some glorious bathrooms. Oh, there they are. That was a whole lot of fun. Um, just all the dust and the air from cutting through cement. All right, I want you to look at that. Um, what do you call that stuff? Insulation. Thank you. That stuff. I'm, I'm really fun. I'm a general contractor, by the way, and I don't know the name of anything. And, of course, I don't really speak Spanish, but I really try. So we're not really sure what we're going to get, <laughs> but we're having fun. Uh, wait, go back. I want you to look at that insulation. Guys, we bought the very best insulation for really good sound. So when the sound waves hit, this stuff is like, you cannot get through this. It's like wax. You know, so we put it in all the walls, we're putting it in the ceiling, we spray the ceiling. So um, there's not gonna be any echo in that room. You notice there's kind of an echo in here? Like if you clap your hands, it'd be like, clap, 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 clap. Anyway, there's not gonna be any of that, so it's gonna be a great room for sound. Um, okay, so um, I'm gonna get my notes out. So I just wanted to kind of revisit some things really quickly. Is that okay with you guys? I just love the story of Storehouse. I love the story of Storehouse. How many interns in here have heard our story? Raise your hands. Okay, yeah. it is, it's such a supernatural um, work of the Lord. I, John and I didn't wake up one day and say, hey, let's go build a church. And if you knew anything about running a church, no one would ever say that. They would say, let's go do something else, you know, because advancing the kingdom and being on the front lines can sometimes be very difficult. Um, but we consider it, we really consider it an honor and privilege to serve the Lord because the Lord said, this is what we want you to do. And so I just wanted to review really quickly. The Lord broke in on us. We were both business people. The Lord just came with the audible voice and said, hey, 
I, I, you know, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go rebuild my temple. He made it very clear that it was going to be Zerubbabel's temple that we were going to rebuild. So we were really excited about that, but knew nothing about what he was really talking about. How many of you have experienced that? Like the Lord says something, and you're like, yeah, I don't know what you're saying, right? And then you just kind of follow the breadcrumbs, and eventually you get it, you know? He had to send a lot of angels our way so that we would understand. And John was very patient the whole time because I was like, I went from zero to shofar overnight. And um, he's got a Church of Christ background, so um, there was a lot of kind of give and take. Right. Yeah, it took me a while. I came a little bit slower, like uh, just level by level as we uh, have come, come through this. But it's it's been transformative for me. It's been 10 years that uh, we've been doing this now. Um, probably the li least likely person to be involved in a church. At, you know, it's just my background up until then, uh, up until 1994 was wouldn't have reflected Jesus very well, honestly. And then. You know, it's a miracle. It's like God, when he calls you, when he decides uh, and you say, yes, it's a it's a wild ride. It's we're still on it. You know, it's it's like the bull you can't get off of. You know, you're going everywhere, but it just keeps going. And um, but uh, I've got to tell you, um, it, on the flip side, it, it has been the most rewarding thing that I've ever been involved with just because of the people and the relationships that we've built over the years. It's been an incredible, um, deep um, heart connection with so many people. And I've, I've told Tracy this many times. It's like, um, you know how you are with your children or with your grandchildren or with your mother or dad. I mean, that, that very closeness that you only get with family. Uh, we've actually experienced that with, with you. And we still do. And it's incredible um, just how deep we've gone um, over the years. Uh, we've had so many that we've sent out all over the earth. Um, they're they're all over the world now. That um, you know would call us up and say, "Hey, can we borrow money?" I mean, you know, it takes the real takes real good kids to do that, right? Well, um, we've just got a lot of kids uh, across the earth and um, a lot of deep relationships as a result of saying yes to this. And I think uh, at the end of uh, at the end of time, at our end of our lives, I think we'll be very satisfied uh, that we said yes to the Lord. Yeah, Amen. Um, so we're, we're where we are right now. You guys know we're building, you know, expanding and uh, growing, which is all really good and it's very exciting. And um, and how we got here is the Lord told us. He said, "I want you to start a house of prayer." And I, you know, you guys have heard me say, but Lord, I don't know how to pray. You know, my kids would call my prayer time a nap, you know, so I get in there and it'd be like five minutes of being still before the Lord. And I mean, it was snoozeville. And so I thought, you know, could, could I do something that's like fun? Like, could I find you or build maybe a mall? Or you want me to build a shoe store for you? Or, you know, I had a whole list of things. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Let's go climb a mountain. Let's go, you know, raw. You know, let's do something that's activity. And and um, the Lord just really arrested my heart for the place of prayer. And he, and, and in that place now, 
has become my favorite place in the whole earth, and it's what I would rather do than anything else on this earth is to devote myself to sitting before his feet. And, and I actually have to be pulled out of prayer now instead of being forced into prayer. And so that's the beauty of how the Lord has transformed my life. And because he's transformed my life about prayer, he's transformed my life on the earth. And the fruitfulness from that exchange that took place is what Rob was talking about earlier. The Lord is now building my house. And the Lord wants to build our house. And the Lord wants to build your house. And so what the God has commissioned us to do is to build a house of prayer in this city. It wasn't just an idea of his, but it was a command that we would dig a well in this city. And so we've called ourselves storehouse. And you have to ask yourself, what are we storing up? What kind of provision are we storing up that the world really needs? And the Lord told me, he said, you are storing up an anointing. There is an anointing. You're digging a well where people are going to come under an anointing. And it is going to begin to set people free. And we've actually, even just this season, begun to see some of the reality of that. Where even other pastors are coming to us and saying, what is it that you guys are doing? Because it's just from a spoken word that you're setting people free and their lives are being transformed. We have testimony after testimony after testimony. And guys, it's not just about people being healed. People getting up, they, they're leaving their crutches behind. They're leaving their wheelchairs behind. They're leaving their scooters behind. Scoliosis is being healed. So it's not just the laundry list of how many people were healed from cancer. How many people whose, whose ears were healed, eyes were healed. I mean, it's just countless over the last 10 years. You know, one of the things that um, I think have been so special to me is I, I've watched lives getting transformed, transform not only in, in just getting their bodies healed, but um, just people coming in one way um, and really finding their family and finding, a, a, you know, a, a community, maybe in many, many instances for the first time ever, and coming in and being accepted who, for who they are and being able to be themselves and let the walls down and be uh, transparent. And to me, I mean, that's worth it all. Uh, the Encounter Jesus School. Uh, incredible. Who's been through that? Will you agree? That's an amazing work that the Lord has given us. And, and, and just literally Holy Spirit shows up and does what we're talking about, that place of intimacy with him that cures it all. And um, I mean, it's just kind of a little walk down memory lane, but I'm so excited about going forward. Uh, a lot of the things that we're going to talk about uh, that we're excited about is just to take that bigger. Some of the things that have changed lives in the past, I mean, we, we want to we ramp that up. We want to uh, scale it. And we want to be able to see thousands and thousands transformed. Yeah. yeah, and so we feel like that the Lord, even though we've been on an incredible journey over the past 10 years, we feel like the Lord is positioning us for the next 10 years. 
and I'm so excited about it, how we can all participate in that. And while we, we've really paid a price to be here, we're not going to be kids on the block. You know, we've really been digging a well in revival and a well in prayer um, for 10 years. In fact, I wrote it down uh, because I spent some time last night calculating. We've put in 32,144 hours of prayer over the last 10 years. Give or take an hour. I mean, it, she was rounding up. And I can tell you that a lot of that, through just the, just the anointing of the Lord, a lot of that I've gotten to participate in. And I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you, this has been an incredible ride. But think about what we've been doing and how we've been laboring and, the, and you know, and, and changing a city because of the anointing, changing the city because of the presence of the Lord. Because where there is prayer, there is the presence of the Lord. You know, I always see, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, you know, and prayers, you know, first cousin is prophecy. Yeah. As you're uh, intimate with the Lord, he's, you know, he's pouring out his word over the house and, and over people. Um, I, I loved it. Last week, uh, I had a, one of the ladies came up to me and she said, hey, you won't believe. I went to a wedding and she said um, the lady was given the blessing, um, you know, the toast for her son who was getting married. And as she gave it, she said, um, do you remember that, that um, prophecy you got at Storehouse? several years ago and she said that totally transformed your life look at you you're getting married today it was like a miracle and she she said um that sets you on the right path that completely turned your life around and um and he's doing everything that the lord said through us that night he's doing it his yeah. life has transformed yeah. through the prophetic word being spoken we've been talking about words but that word transformed a life yeah and I mean, there's countless, I run into people all the time and they said, oh, they know about Storehouse. They're like, yeah, that's the house of the prophets, which is so exciting for me that we are known in the city as a place that hears the Lord, you know, as a place where the Lord dwells. So we're just so thankful for that. And in fact, um, right now, we know that we're transitioning. And I, have, I have, uh, if you've ever had a baby, you know what it's like when you're in that place of transition. You're giving birth and you're like, you hit that point where it's time to push and the baby is crowning and that's what the Lord said to me he said this this baby that you've been carrying this spiritual baby that you've been carrying is crowning now he said what are you going to do to partner with me in this transition how are you then going to begin to push to get this baby out and so he told me he said I want you to go on a 40 day fast so I'm on day 24 of this 40-day fast. And again, I encourage you to jump on board because when you've got a collective voice or when you have a unified uh, um, push, you really see things happen in the spirit. And so, you know, it's not too late. I've got another, um, I don't know, do the math, uh, 16 days, right? But I actually may go longer. There's just so much grace on it. And so at the call in D.C., uh, is when I'll probably break it, which is on the 9th, that evening at 12 midnight. Can you say fried chicken, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not supposed to do it that way, but <laughs> anyway, so 
so blessed because we're, we, we're building this new building and the project's going great. And um, But there is an opportunity that we have for our whole body to participate in the giving of building out this building. And so um, we are asking our body to participate. We're going to try to raise within a very short period of time about $200,000. Praise the Lord. Somebody praise the Lord, really. Come on. And here's the thing. Whenever there's a need, whenever there's a problem or a challenge, there's a, God's already got a solution. And so here's what I love, because John and I have experienced this personally. So whenever we have a need and we don't have the resources, what happens is that if we'll just follow the breadcrumbs, all of a sudden God breaks in because he's already got the solution. But if he saved us, because we have been building, and it's been so amazing, because a, a dear friend of Storehouse gave us um, a large gift, and he's like, hey, you go, guys go build with that. And so we were very excited about the large gift, but I feel like the Lord is saying, but I really want everybody to get in on this blessing. And so when the Lord gives us a challenge, not only is he going to meet us for the solution, but he's also going to bless the ones who he has called to bring that solution. Amen? And so I wanted to tell you a story. Can I tell that testimony? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, John and I had a great opportunity. We wanted to, we, we were in a lease house, a rent house, for about nine years. Yeah, eight or nine. Eight mm -hmm. or nine years. And so we really wanted to get our own home again because we we had our own home and then we the Lord um, we were in this rent house for a while and um, and we just couldn't really scrap together the money to save to, to put a deposit down for a house and I don't know how many of you have ever done that but it's like this house is way out there and it costs a lot of money and so you're trying to just you know squirrel away a little bit every month. So that you're going to have the money that you need, right? Because you've got a dream. And the Lord's already said yes to the dream. So you're trying to be faithful to squirrel this away and pigeonhole it and just, you know, every month scrape a little bit. And so over that time, we'd save some money. And we got to the point where we could see a light at the end of the tunnel. And we were, like, very excited because we already had our list. Hey, if you haven't made the list, you got to make the list because when the Lord speaks, he loves details. And he loves to give us the desires of our hearts. And so you got to make the list. Here's the list of everything I want, right? That's what we did. That's what we did. And so um, we were on a walk, or I was on a walk. I think it was me. And the Lord said, uh, there's a couple that had a need in our body. And the Lord said, I want you to give away your house money, your, your deposit for your house. I want you to give that away to this couple. And we were like... You know that look? Like, get behind me, Satan. I know that can't be that. You know? And so he was really challenging us to sow into the increase. And so this is the way the Lord always operates with us. There's an increase that's coming. There's a larger field of our harvest. And so he's saying, in order for you to have that bigger field, you've got to scatter some more seed in that field. And so John and I prayed about it, and we just felt like it was really the Lord. And we just kind of looked at each other, and we were like, well, 
I guess we'll just have to start over, you know? And not re realizing what God was about to do because we had no idea what God was about to do. But guys, I'm telling you, we sowed that seed and within three months, we got a surprise check in the mail that was twice what we had pigeonholed away wow. and we can yeah. get the house of our dreams. Yeah! And I can't tell you how many stories like that do we have. Yeah, and, and, and to finish the story, it was incredible because, um, I mean, I was, when we had the down payment, I was looking at houses all the time, you know, and um, every night just looking on the internet for houses. And so I was, I was on five different realtors lists, you know, they're sending me all these houses. But the, uh, when I got that check, we sat down and we prayed and, and uh, we said, you know, we, we don't want to look at houses. We don't want to go and try to figure out which one of these houses and all that. We said, Lord, we want to open the computer and we want to, first house we see, we want it to be our house. And it was the weirdest thing, I've got to give details, when we opened the computer, it wasn't even on the real estate page per se. It was one of those little teaser ads over on the side. And there's some old dude in a cowboy hat with this house. It was a little, one of those little ads over at the side. And Tracy's like, that's our house. And I'm like, well, don't you want to see the details? She goes, no, that's our house. So we click on it. It's exactly what we want. That was Christmas Eve. We called our realtor. He met us at the house, and we made an offer and got the deal done on Christmas Day. Yeah, praise the Lord. Crazy, huh? Yeah. So I say all of that to tell you, um, we really want everybody in the house to participate. We want everybody in the house to really begin to pray and ask the Lord, God, how can we give into this? And um, we want to take up our first offering on October 1st because we're going like gangbusters. In fact, they're over there right now working at, at the um, church and building at the church. And so we we are trying to raise um, the first 100000 by next month. And then we want to take pledges for the second 100000 that can be paid out over um, the next year. We shouldn't be hard to do. I mean, if a thousand, if a hundred people gives a thousand dollars a piece, then we should be good. Some people can give more, some people can give less, but basically, if everybody participates, then we can do it. And and like David said, um, when he was, can you put that scripture up there? Um, First Chronicles uh, twenty one eighteen. Therefore, the angel of the Lord commanded Gad to say to David that David should go and erect an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Ornon, the Jebusite. So David went up at the word of Gad, which he had spoken in the name of the Lord. Now Ornon turned and he saw the angel. Now look, this guy's like on the threshing floor. He's working and he sees this angel and his four sons who were with him hid themselves. But Ornon continued threshing wheat. So David came to him, came to Ornan, and Ornan looked and he saw David. And he went out from the threshing floor and he bowed before David with his face to the ground. Then David said to Ornan, grant me the place of this threshing floor that I may build an altar to the Lord. You shall grant it to me at full price that the plague shall be withdrawn from the people. But Ornan said to David, take it for yourself and let my Lord the king do what is good in his eyes. Look, I also give you the oxen 
for burnt offerings and the threshing implements for wood and the wheat for the grain offering. I give it all. And then David said this. He said, no, but I will surely buy it for the full price. For I will not take what is yours for the Lord, nor for offerings with that which cost me nothing. I have such, uh, guys, this is so burning in my spirit. The Lord is saying, everybody participates in building my house. Because I don't want to give the Lord something that didn't require something from me. That cost me nothing. How many times in our lives are we going to have an opportunity to actually build the house of the Lord in our lives? Think about that. You know, I mean, we give our tithe, which keeps the salaries and the lights and all of these kind of things. But it's so exciting that we have an opportunity to buy a chair for a family, to buy the lights that are going to be hanging, to invest in the coffee shop. So we just wanted to tell you a little bit about what we're going to be doing. Because it's so exciting. The Lord has put us in Farmer's Branch, okay? We're in Farmer's Branch. But the cool thing is that we're like on the, we're on the edge and the border of Farmer's Branch in Addison. But yet our address is Dallas. So we've got this trifecta of influence that the, where the Lord has seated us in. And so it's like we have been, we're going to be digging this well even more in this three-city area. And so a lot of what we're going to be doing, John, why don't you share that with us? Yeah, what we're excited about, uh, guys, is it's not about a bunch of chairs and a, and a roof over it. It's about families. Yeah. It's about people coming into the kingdom. And if you think about it, uh, really three, four times as many people as, as our, our full body. A lot of people are not coming right now because they can't do the schedule because we're, we're meeting late in the evening. But they're, they're ready for us to get open again. Right, they're calling us. Going and we're going to we're gonna all come under the roof. But we're going to have room to go after Farmer's Branch and Addison, and Dallas, and work those neighborhoods for Christ. Yeah. And I, on the way over, I was like, Lord, you know, I've got notes and stuff, but what do you want me to share? And he said, what is this salvation worth? And I said, well, if it's me, I know what it's worth to me. It's worth my whole life. I mean, I was, I was one way, and now I'm another because of people that, that sowed into my life, that continually kind of almost bug me about getting uh, going with the Lord and um, and he's like well what is a trans what is um, a baby's life worth like shaping a baby's life I'm like oh my gosh it's not about the chairs it's not about the building it's about having a space where people can come to worship the Lord and to get in on um, what if we had an extra 200 salvations just because we had room for people yeah. you know people won't come until it's at its capacity that's a church rule we were told that earlier when we got into this church thing they're like people won't fill every seat in your house every time you've got to be bigger in order to bring more in yeah. and so we're we're like okay then let's get bigger and uh, and it's going to be a beautiful place with great sound equipment, a great place where we can come and experience the Holy Spirit in a beautiful way. So so to me, it makes it makes perfect sense. We're invested. 
Y'all know that, those of you that know Tracy and I, we're invested in this for the right reasons. I, I, I really, you know, I'll have to stand before Jesus to know that for sure, but I, we feel like we are. And we want to we pull you along. We want everyone here uh, to use your gift to save the, the neighborhoods, to use your gift to prophesy and pray and get closer to the Lord so that others can get closer to Him too. Yeah, and uh, most of all, um, what's really exciting about this is that the area that we're in, it's weird. <laughs> it's like God knew all along. Um, so this area that we're in has actually tripled in size, and we now sit in the middle of the largest area, the largest populated area, storehouse does, over there. Over there. Um, in the Metroplex. They're calling it... Um, Midtown, the heart of the city. And so Beck, the developer Beck, has bought up the property from Valley View Mall all the way to the Galleria. And they're putting in a Clyde Warren type park. They've already started bulldozing the uh, Valley View Mall. And this thing over the next three to five years is going to be this um, multi, um, I think it's like uh, $800 million development. And so you're going to see all of the latest, you know how it's, you've got Uptown? Okay, this is gonna be called Midtown, and they said that this is gonna be the most populated area, and God knew this, and he's seeding us right here. We were talking to Pastor Terry, and he said, you guys have been so strategically placed by the Lord. He said, you cannot leave this area. This is your harvest, and this is gonna be a huge harvest for the Lord. You know, it's, uh, I don't know if y'all know about the real estate uh, market, but where we are is a miracle uh, because uh, the real estate market has skyrocketed yeah. in the Dallas area, yet we're here, and we've got a great deal on the rent going forward once we get our building built out. Um, so so we're, we're there. Uh, we're strategi strategically planted, and we want to harvest the neighborhoods. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah, so I just want to tell you about, um, just kind of cast a vision for the next 10 years. Are you ready? All right. So we are putting in the state-of-the-art sound equipment in our new worship building. It's going to be so incredible. There's not going to be like echoes and weird sounding anything. Merry Christmas, Richard. Yeah. And for the next 10 years, Merry Christmas. So we can see, now we had, what did I say, 34,000. Um, so we are real, uh, hours of, of prayer. So we can see 80,640 hours of prayer over the next 10 years. Now that is 24-7 prayer and worship over the next 10 years. And so we are believing the Lord for this. Then we're going to have teams of vibrant worshipers and hundreds of songs that are going to transform a generation. We will see a harvesting of our neighborhood in Farmer's Branch, Addison, and Dallas. This trifecta of influence. So we're developing harvest teams that are going to serve and bless our area. We're going to see our EJS school growing and increasing in influence in Dallas and internationally through online web training and media. We are uh, going to see our Thursday and Sunday worship and pre preaching that's going to be recorded live and it's going to be going all over the web. We're going to see mission teams that are going out to bring the priest and the king model to the nations and develop other storehouses all over the earth. And we're going to see the Comedia School of Creative Leadership start and begin to grow. And so basically what we're doing now is we're really excited about this because 
on, uh, we want you guys to pray over the next couple of weeks. And we want you to ask the Lord how you can participate and how you can sow into this work. Immediately over the next 30 days, we are really trying to raise the 100000 that we need to complete our building. And then for some of the extras that we need, like the coffee shop, we're going to have an incredible, oh wait, that was in here. Craft, we're gonna we're gonna have a craft coffee shop, by the way. There are 15 schools within a five-mile radius of where we are. Guys, I'm telling you, we can reach the college. We've got several colleges, but we've also got a lot of private high schools. And so we're really wanting to develop this craft coffee shop that is gonna reach our area. We're gonna be a, a gathering hole for young adults. So that's very exciting. You ready to pray? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> but here's what, in the spirit of sowing, because guys, I'm telling you, every time the Lord is saying, I'm, I'm increasing. If the Lord has challenged you and you are, you are in a season of increasing, I'm telling you, he will, he will uh, and always has commanded us to begin to increase in our giving before we see the increase in our salaries or our bonuses or whatever. We always see the he demands that we step out in faith first. In fact, just this summer, I was telling John, he was saying, you know, here's some things that we really need to do, you know, in order to, to, to um, uh, we need to save this, we need to save this, we're gonna pay off this, we're gonna pay off that. And I said, well, the Lord said it's actually gonna be increasing your business by X amount and so the Lord told me that he's going to bring opportunities for us to supernaturally begin to sow, and we need to watch for those areas to sow. And John was saying, well, I really think that we need to be saving. And I said, I really think that we need to be sowing. <laughs> so the Lord provided a great opportunity for us um, to sow into um, a family in Honduras. And John was like, we've got to go build them a house. You know, it was our little couple that got pregnant and... And so we had an opportunity to sow that we weren't expecting, but the Lord told us beforehand, all right, watch for this because it's coming, and I'm going to present this to you so you're sowing into your increase and you're sowing into this new thing. So in the spirit of that, yeah, I wanted to say that we just had a new baby boy. Yeah, we did. In Honduras. His name is Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Lord gave us an opportunity. Again, you know, there's always a place for money, right? But every time we've done uh, that, we've been faithful on that, the Lord showed up. And uh, he always makes a way. And, and you just, you're like, there's no way. The math doesn't come out, but it comes out yeah. in the kingdom. The Lord really will put, put uh, if you make the commitment, the Lord will do it. We've seen it over and over in EJS, hadn't we, hadn't we guys? Yeah. You're just like, I don't have any money to come, but you've come. And you made it just fine. I mean, it works. No, it's true. It's this thing. Commitment. When you pray and the Lord says, here's what I want you to give, here's what he does. You stretch yourself out there, and then what happens is the floodgates open. It opens up for you. And I'm telling you, the Lord is like, test me in this. It always happens. And so the increase always happens. And so in the spirit of that, we love to live what we preach. And so um, what we're going to do... As storehouse and as a family, we're going to sow into a couple of ministries and we're going to give money that we really need for building 
our building. And we're going to sow it into these ministries. Um, and so we're going to sow $10,000 into 5000 into Baruch Hashem, because we love them. And we love our Israel mandate. And then the other one, uh, we're going to sow into the call um, that they're having in D.C. It's an all-women's call. Just believing for the harvest of mothers and, and the unborn and, and just standing with Lou. Um, and so here's what we want to do. We want to pray. And so I'm going to have um, Anne-Marie put up these, um, this scripture. And so we're going to pray this over ourselves. And so why don't we all stand and we're going to pray over what we're going to give, but we're also going to pray over your prayers and, and what the Lord is going to challenge us to give. So all together, we're going to do this together. Okay, ready? One, two, three. <laughs> so let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies the seed for the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed, give some, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you're doing this work. And Lord, I pray that every heart here, Lord, would be touched and moved to build your house. Lord, I pray right now that we could stand like those who did Nehemiah's wall, Lord, that everyone picked up the stone and everyone did their part on the wall. Lord, I pray for everyone to receive the blessing that this is going to be and has been, Lord, that every single one is grafted in or going forward for the promise. And Lord, we, we bless you for all of it. Lord, that we, all we do is pray, Lord, and you show up and you do the work. So Lord, we just, uh, we lift this night to you. I pray that every heart would be full of the love of Christ through this message in Jesus' name. Amen. And listen, guys, I am so excited about this because I know that God is going to show up and we're going to see a miracle. And I love to watch God be God and, and do miracles. And I want to encourage you, tell your friends about this opportunity to sow because we want everybody to be blessed and we want everybody to reap a harvest. Amen? Amen. All right, so whoever wasn't here, just call them up and say, have you heard about this great opportunity for all of us to sow into the kingdom and to build the house of the Lord? All right? So, Father, I do. I just thank you for tonight, God. I thank you for what you're doing in the earth. And we bless you, Lord. And we bless our family in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.